0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Yes. Meet me at Stage Door. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Stage Door Podcast. We are into Season 2, but... Before we jump into today's episode, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which we work, live, and record, and recognize their continuing connection to land, water, and community. We pay respect to Elders past, present, and emerging. Hi!
1: (laughs) Hello! We haven't
0: (laughs) done this in so long now, like it feels really... I know! It it feels like the first time again. (laughs) I know, it's like, ooh, new year, new us. I know. New branding. (laughs) Rebranding of the podcast, which I guess, uh, before we get into the episode, this episode is just kind of, hi, welcome to season two. Welcome to 2021. Oh my God. We made it to 2021.
1: We're here. We survived COVID in 2020. Let's see how that goes in 2021. Yeah, like super keen
0: (laughs) to see just like what... You know theater is starting to come back and it's oh but i won't i won't i won't gush just yet um <laughs> we do have something that we kind of need to cover which being that we've rebranded. We
1: have indeed. We kind of had a little bit of a chat at the end of last year kind of looking at the year to come and what we want for the podcast and we were like, oh maybe we need to switch things up a little bit." Yeah. So you'll notice that we do have a new logo. Which yes, is pretty exciting. And we do
0: obviously we have rebranded our title of the podcast. It's still yes. very similar. We kind of just went PS Meet Me at Stage Door kinda of feels a little bit more like a slogan and less of a title now. Um yes. we, we still we still love it and it's where our heart lies. But yes. we kind of went <laughs> Stage Door Podcast, short, sweet, it's a little bit more to the
1: point maybe it's time that exactly
0: we, we switch things up a little bit and yeah we got a rebrand of
1: our logo yes which is very exciting so um my incredible sister is this amazing artist and you can actually find her at oh wow I'm the worst sister I've forgotten her at so you can find her illustrations at paper dinosaur so that at paper dinosaur on instagram so yeah. she actually did our original logoing which we loved and was awesome because it was a picture it was two Pictures of basically Tori and I, and then we else. went to her and we were like, I think we, yeah. I think we really want to. Oh, not only that, she actually came to me and was like, Libby I think I want to redo your branding She came and to us I was quite
0: like, early, actually. Like, early she on, was like yeah. three months into the podcast, and was like, "I kind of want to just like clean it up." And we were like, "Yeah, yeah, totally." And kept putting it off, and then we were like, "I well, know. If we're gonna do it, like a new season, why not? Like, this is the time to if we're gonna refresh it." This is the time to refresh it. So,
1: exactly. So, you will notice actually the funniest thing that we actually adore (laughs) about the logoing. is that um when she did it she actually swapped the outfits for yeah. Tori and I which actually is brilliant.
0: I think at if the time suits. of us originally doing it I was like yeah no, no this is much more us. And now that it is swapped I'm like oh no now this is <laughs> mm, this is much more it was, us. I you think look this a little how it was for, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look a little a little edgier now and I feel like I look a little oh. bit more I give those cottage core vibes which is much more um my vibe so nowadays.
1: You, um, yeah, cottage core vibes 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um,
0: but that's kind yeah, of I guess the, the story behind our rebrand and you know we have a lot of big plans for this year and we already have an amazing lineup so far. We really want to be talking not only just to like actors but to creators, to directors, artistic directors, people throughout all different fields and forms of theatre, just like we have some super exciting people uh coming up, but uh let's like okay.
1: It's twenty twenty one. How was your holidays? Yes. Holidays. Wow. They holidays? were a time what are, what are they, they were a time <laughs> Holidays! Holidays! So I actually did take a break this year. I've um, been working all year pretty hard and I was like, okay, let's take three weeks off. Cool, cool, cool. So I went on this amazing family holiday and we went to Sanctuary Point in New South Wales and uh was with my whole family took my boyfriend to meet the fam for the first time which was very cute we loved that it was good fun but it really it um was sunny for two days and then it rained the rest of the week (laughs) that's kind of how Um, it was over the
0: the, like am i right right? like over the entire like summer christmas holiday period it was i'm not going to complain because i'm not the biggest heat person unless i'm at the beach i don't like the heat but i was
1: like wow like even christmas day i was like cool it's raining (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i was like mm, great this is such mm, such global vibes. warming <laughs> mm, love this um so yes that happened and then i've actually uh i'm actually moving out yes. very soon so the second week of that was spent house hunting which i am still actually house hunting as we speak and supposed to be oh, moving out the in two sydney, weeks uh, sydney rental world Love that, love that. So it was, it was kind of interesting because it was, it was a, a week of uh, of good times and lots of board games and uh, the beach, and mm. then a week of housing and packing and sorting through. You know, when you sort through all your childhood things, like you go <laughs> yeah. through the boxes that you haven't touched in years. Like I found diary oh, entries. From like when I was 11 and I was talking about like my first boyfriend and how, um, yeah, (laughs) it was so funny. I was like, so um, he broke up with me and I really hate him now and I just can't stand him and it was all this person's fault. So it's pretty funny going through all all of that from like 11 to 17 and... Going through and getting rid of... Getting rid of, like, your childhood teddies is the worst. Can we talk about that?
0: uh, Well, can we talk about the fact that I just don't? I've been doing a very similar thing. (laughs) I'm not moving out currently. Um, I just decided that, especially with my clothing, I was like, I'm a bloody hoarder. I hoard my clothes, even though, like, there's some Mm -hmm. stuff in there from i don't even i don't even know when the like I've, every time i clear out i'm like no no i might wear it again one day yeah. and i just have to be so, like sorry, you this... know what i haven't worn this this year this is going like enough is enough so i'm in the process of doing that so i understand oh, no. the cleaning out vibes but i will say my plushies right? i can't get rid of them there is just some stuff in, like as I... you would know with like my pop <laughs> figures and stuff there is just some stuff that just can't beat my books oh i had to buy another bookshelf oh <gasps> Did you? There's a new bookshelf in my hallway. (laughs) In the hallway? In the hallway for me to put books in because I've run out of room. This is what I get for... I started working at a bookshop just before Christmas. And great, but also bad financial decision because I absolutely adore this job. Um, uh, It did mean that I didn't get a break at all over Christmas. Yeah, I was going to say, did you get a break? Um, I I am having a break now. I'm having my break kind Mm. of now, like prior to Christmas. I pretty much worked seven days a week for the month leading up to Christmas and then like the couple weeks after Christmas. Um, But I'm having a little bit of a break now. I'm doing my, I'm catching up on all the reading that I wanted to do on all the work that I wanted to do. But
1: I, oh, cleaning, oof, oof. Cleaning gives Ooh. me
0: cleaning gives <laughs> and me PTSD,
1: also, right? And I mean, I don't know about you, but um, I'm sure some people listening who are performers like I ask for the strangest things for Christmas. Yeah. Like my Christmas wish list is like, oh my gosh, I don't have jazz shoes. Hey mom, I really <laughs> yeah. need jazz shoes for Christmas. Like it's not like um you know like a new iPad or something like that. Yeah, I'm like, no. oh, give me like Sydney Dance Company classes. Thank you. Like give me, a- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know it's Ooh. so funny. And, oh, Sydney
0: Dance. Oh, don't even get me started on that. I want to start going back to classes again because, like, I'm super yes. keen to just get You have to back. come with me. Yes, we will. We will go together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we, we did see, we will have been lucky enough just at the end of last year, at the beginning of this year, to see some live theatre. Like, I honestly. <gasps> yes. Can I just say, I saw Frozen last week.
1: And. Ooh. How was it? Oh.
0: <laughs> I I don't think I've cried so much. I, I think it was I think it was a mix of I really there was a point during COVID where I went I'm never gonna see live theater again, like I'm never gonna have that moment. Like for me, overtures are what really get me at the beginning of a show and and make oh, me yeah. break down. Like that was <laughs> when I did an aim line, which was one of our shows at Aim, um, similar to a chorus line. One of my stories was that w- the first time I ever saw Wicked. And it was the the overture and it was the moment that I went, that's what I want to do. I want to be up on that stage. That's what I want to do. And it Mm. was the overture that got me. And watching Frozen, I was sitting, I was crying on the drive there because I was like, (gasps) I just didn't think I was going to get to see big main stage live theater ever again. And
1: so it was... It feels like that. Like, <sighs> although we know, like, it's going to come back. Like, we know. We're like, yeah. okay, COVID can only last for so long. Like, it's going to come back and everything. And they've tried a million times to put it, put things on yeah. throughout COVID. And we're
0: very, very lucky in Australia, I think, with the current state of things. Like, we'll get to it a little bit later. But I, I my heart breaks right now for the actors and performers in New York because that is messed up. It is so so bad, and we will talk about that more a little bit later, but Frozen was amazing. I saw it in New York in 2018, just, uh, like, soon after it opened, and oh, just as amazing. There was a couple of changes, a couple of changes that miffed me a little bit. I I won't get into that, because still, overall, I loved every second of that show, but only, like, oh my god, the night before We saw um, our amazing, amazing, amazing friend, um, uh, Christelle Zabara, in Queen Fatima, um, part of the Sydney Festival at
1: Riverside. How amazing! It was so incredible. Like, um, we've known Christelle for a couple of years now, and she is incredibly funny, very, very gifted, and just such a great comedian. And this role just fit her like a glove. So the whole the whole point, I guess the message of Queen Fatima was about um, feeling... I guess how could
0: you feel like a queen like, just as as you yeah, are
1: as you are like don't don't try and change yourself to fit into molds. because basically she goes through a pageant queen lemon pageant yeah and you know it's all about the fake tan the fake everything and like being but, and they also and want the... it to
0: be like oh she's like the one chubby girl so they're trying to be like oh look we're diverse and it's yes. like you shouldn't be diverse for the sake of being diverse you should just be yeah. letting people in <laughs> based on
1: their talent Exactly. And so it had this incredible message and to see Christelle up there in all her glory and just owning herself and like owning the role. And she was the perfect fit. And I mean, in the interviews and stuff, because there was an ABC article that was incredible. If you want to go see that, I'm sure we can pop that up on our Instagram um, to have a little read about it. But in that it was, um, I've lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? You were talking about the article. <laughs> <laughs> the point
0: was, is that in all of the articles that have been written about this show, Christelle gets like such an amazing write-up and the way they talk about the show and kind of the message that it wants to send. And I think it's just like positivity in every way, shape, and form. Body positivity, you know, your mental health, family relationships, just like all of this stuff. Into this one show, and it was, it was funny, it was heartwarming, and it made you go like, "Hell yeah!" Like I am amazing. Like,
1: like yeah, yeah. you leave feeling so good. And I mean, I need to stop wasting
0: time. That's like one of the big things. Stop wasting time trying to be Mm -hmm. something else other than yourself, because there is only one of you. Um, But (laughs) but
1: it's true, you know. It (laughs) is. I hate it, but it's true. Unfortunately, the show has to be put on hold due to an injury um yeah. which is really sad that it can't it can no longer go on yeah it would have it would have closed I believe on Sunday night I think it would have closed today, so that was really sad and I think that um I think the cast realizes the magic of the show itself and how fantastic it was, and hopefully it gets a second mm-hmm. life. So everyone, go yeah. and and uh, read those articles, and you know, yeah, we will we will leave them linked in
0: the description down below, and yes. I will uh, we will link them on our Instagram and stuff. It's definitely a show worth watching. What about um, we saw picnic at Hanging Rock at the new theater. We were lucky enough to be yes. given tickets to that show, and, whew, oh that was creepy oh my but like gosh. in all the best ways Our our one of our another amazing friend of ours uh sarah jane kelly was in it and it oh the way that they did it um i've not personally Brilliant. seen it done on stage i've only seen the tv show a movie and i've read the book and i think you you've actually seen it or been in it or read it i can't remember
1: Um, so I, I have seen the movie and then we studied it at uni and we actually had to do a scene out of it. So I ended up playing Mrs. Appleyard, which is the scary headmistress. So for me, it was just brilliant getting to actually watch it on stage, like a full production of it because it was, and it was so well done. Like they really went through... They really thought about the script and they did multiple characters, which I love. So no girl was a single character, except maybe Mrs. Appleyard. Like they did, they did, they
0: Mrs. Appleyard. So everyone did have like one consistent. One kind of main character. character. But then
1: they all played and voiced different characters at different yeah, moments. Yeah, at different times. And the set was incredibly well done. Like the theater itself is is kind of like a medium-sized is a medium-sized stage it's the new theater in town
0: if you know it yeah i wouldn't say I, I would say that it's maybe half the size of like the Capitol theater stage
1: yeah probably probably it's quite i deep. reckon and they did a really brilliant job of like creating like this forest area and um using the lighting to play in the scenes and it was really um quite interesting because above the stage they actually kind of said a line that was about the scene so mm-hmm. it would have I can't remember any of them off the top of my head right now but it would kind of <laughs> oh, describe <no. laughs> what was going to happen or this scene it was like quiet or you know there was it was quite interesting the way that they did it and super like Tori and I like towards the end it gets really like horror Ooh, almost or like gets, thriller, really thriller horror it's
0: a very horror? thriller yeah, based thriller Like, the book, even, and everything is very thriller-based. I was sitting there, like, moments, like, oh, okay, okay, this is... Yep. Like, the (laughs) the intensity is one of those ones where you're sitting there, like, actually clutching your seat. Because even if you know the story, and you know that it's never, like... Resolved or you know who dies
1: and things like that. Spoiler alert for a very old book. But I'm glad they went there. Yeah, you know sometimes, sometimes they, especially with like kind of those older plays and stuff, that play can be done very like not intense and not super thriller. Like, Mm -hmm. so I mean, I've seen. Definitely feel like it's not that way in the movie as much. Like, I loved the intensity that they kind of chose that as something that they really wanted to amplify because it's very exciting as a theater member I know it's like it could have all this hidden meaning and whatnot but sitting there it's really invigorating to watch and I think the direction was absolutely brilliant because each of the girls the way that they um they actually because they did play different characters but they also like doubled up on a lot of characters but the mannerisms were all the same so you knew who was talking you knew who um who was playing each character at each time because Mm -hmm. they kind of had the mannerisms really down and their accents were really great as well yeah so it was amazing yeah it was great to see such a cool Aussie play put on so well as well
0: it was it was just so good it was so good to see you know live theater post-COVID, I I mean, (laughs) during COVID, Um, you know, it is what it is, but we are, (laughs) uh, you know, I think especially seeing these shows these past, like, two weeks, I'm seeing Rent next week, like, it's so exciting seeing live theatre.
1: Did you end up getting Rent tickets? I did, I did, I'm seeing Uh. it
0: next Tuesday, I'm going to see uh, the queens themselves, Monique and Marissa, Um, who are, you know, if you didn't already know some of our past guests and obviously that whole cast is absolutely phenomenal. But speaking of, you know, the, how excited we are for the shows of this year is, oh, it's been, it's been a bit heartbreaking seeing all the shows that are closing in New York. I mean, one of the shows that I seriously thought like legitimately was like at the end of this, they will come back. Was Mean Girls. And unfortunately, they announced yeah. that they had to close. It was one of those shows. I was so, so, so lucky to see it in New York in 2018. And it was one of those shows I just wasn't expecting. I was like, they'll come back. Like, they've got to come back. Like they, they Yeah, they,
1: especially the popularity yeah. the, oh, it's and it's the amount awesome of people. Show. Like, it's got a fandom. It's also got... Incredi- like, the performers themselves are also incredible. And they oh. also have, like, you know, Tina Fey yeah. behind them and they have a good yes. team. So you'd think that because they're quite solidly there yeah, that but they would I, survive.
0: Yeah, I guess, though, with the whole thing of there's kind of no end in sight for them, like, seriously.
1: Yeah, in America there it's, isn't. I mean, mess. the vaccine's coming
0: out. It is, but, but like, <laughs> it's still messed up. The fact that there are so many people that refuse to wear masks and, like, The thing is, New York was doing really well until a certain point of time. Like, they were really... They had some of the highest cases, and then it really slowed down, and they were doing really well, and then they opened the borders again, and it all went to shit. Like, people are still Mm. travelling, and not for work. And I'm like, why... You're like, you're in a mm. pandemic. Like, why? Why are you traveling right now? And like, trust me, I get it. I was meant to go on a trip. I was meant to go see my sister in Canada. I was meant to go to Disney World. Like, it was going to be amazing. And uh, we had to cancel that. And obviously that is not only for our safety, but it's for the safety of everyone else. Plus, I mean, the borders were closed at the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, it was for safety. And like, you can't, uh, seriously, it, it shocks me that you can be that selfish to not wear a mask and just walk around and just spread it like there are entire industries that are literally dying because they
1: can't function yeah it's really sad it's really sad to see so many shows get cancelled and and but I think the great thing is that Although Mean Girls is shutting on Broadway, I believe the national tour is still going on or the international tour. So they did have a national a tour. tour going,
0: but it's it's currently closed. It did, did that get cancelled too? I don't know if it's been cancelled. Um, it or it's closed. It did stop because I follow right. um, Mariah, who plays uh, Regina George in it, in the national tour. Um, and it was, it did get stopped pretty right, okay, pretty early on. Sucks. but I mean, look, theater, theater people are incredibly strong, strong people. So I do have hope, you know, that as the vaccine continues to roll out in America, and with them going into a new administration as well, that yes. some good will come from that. Come, but, so sorry to just you know take us on a little bit of a down. <laughs> No. That's alright. Let's right. talk about some exciting things for the year.
1: Yes. Tori, what are your like goals for the year?
0: You oh know, like what God. are you hoping for the year?
1: <laughs> I'm like really bad. Personally? Yeah.
0: I'm really bad at setting goals. I think I would like to push myself a lot more this year. I would really like to push myself to like stretch every day to um, to get out and do some dance classes because my dance skills are very subpar. I'm definitely a mover, but I'd like to strengthen my moving skills so I can be like mm-hmm. a really solid, confident mover. Um, I want to work on writing my own show and my own book. Um, I mean, I have a lot of goals that are not just theater-based, you know, like with this podcast as well. Um, yeah. I think a, a, a goal for both of us is we want to get you guys, our listeners... Heaps more involved, which we will talk about at the Definitely. end of the podcast as well. We have something coming up that we would like you to be involved in. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, my goals for the year is just to really, you know, take the time to work on myself rather than working on myself for other people.
1: Mm-hmm. I would
0: just really like to better me and my skills and just, yeah. <laughs> the, the, my goals are very <laughs>
1: skew with, but it's fine. What about you? Oh, so. Unsure. Do you know what? I think this is the first year I've just been a little unsure because thing of like 2020 was such a big year. Like also personally in my life, I mm-hmm. had a lot of going on. Yeah. So I am really looking forward to pushing myself in 2021 and also like this year kind of figuring out where I fit as a performer and kind yeah. of, you know, finding my stride and hopefully... I kind of also want to dabble a little into TV maybe because I haven't ever done that. And I kind of think that, you know, with COVID at the moment, the state of theater, maybe TV is a good way to dabble in. Also want to keep my dancing up because last year I ended up uh, like, I don't know, for a while I've been doing some jazz classes at Sydney Dance And that was so amazing. I did it with a friend, um, Nicole Hoskins. She's amazing. And we both did it together and we got our skills up. So I definitely want to do that. Yeah. And then I guess, like, personally, just to um, really enjoy this year and look on the bright side of life. Yeah. And also basically context. Last year, I moved out for a long time and then COVID kind of moved home. And so finally, I'm moving out again with actually Christelle, who is in Queen Fatima. (laughs) She's going to be my soon to be roommate. And we are looking for places right now, which is super exciting to like kind of create a home. I want to create my own space and kind of have my own space. And I want to grow the podcast, especially. I think that we have something cool here, and I love hanging out with Tori, and I love getting oh, to chat with some awesome stop people. It. I do. Stop it. So those are kind of my goals. I think I don't have a specific goal, but I just yeah. want to live life and kind of enjoy it for what it is, and and keep growing both professionally and personally. So, oh
0: yeah, <laughs> I feel that, and I definitely feel like it's the year to just. I think last year taught us a lot about you can make all the plans in the world, and 98% of my plans last year completely got shut down because covid happened and that that's the Literally. thing life happened last year it was a time when we started off with the fires then we had the floods then we had covid it was a great time um but it really yes. it really did show us that like shit like life just like
1: it just happens shit happens i mean i broke my arm at the beginning of covid yeah. i was oh. um <laughs> I literally I was I went to this music festival. I thought while 2020 is starting fantastically. I'm going to this music festival. I'm going to live my best life. I was single at the time. I was like, "Woo, let's have some fun at a festival." And literally, <laughs> I get home from the festival and a day later, it's literally I think the 2nd of January because it was like yes. we were there over New Year's. Yes. The 2nd of January, I go out with my friend Nicole who I mentioned before. Yeah. And we went to this I was in Brisbane and we went to this like roller skating rink and I was just like having a boogie and I got so cocky because she's been like roller skating for ages and kind of like doing all these tricks and I was like I can do that too and so I got cocky and then broke my arm which was um you know dancing to John Travolta of course oh what better way to go down (laughs) um and broke my arm so you know it was one of those years guys it was just one of those years (laughs) yeah look and it it was bound to happen but it was that sounds so mean <laughs> <laughs> it was bound to happen libby look the amount of clumsiness i have you're not even like a professional roller skater i'm an ex-figure <laughs> skater and i can't roller skate for shit like it's not easy Actually. No, it's not easy, guys. Seriously. There's like a new fad going around about roller skating. And I was oh, yeah. doing that. Like, it was COVID. And I broke it, my arm. It yeah, started it and COVID.
0: then COVID. And then COVID came and everyone was like, I'm going to buy roller skates. I almost
1: did it. I almost did it. And then I went,
0: <laughs> am I actually going to use these?
1: I don't know. I'm so scarred, so. though. Like, I keep seeing everyone posting their, like, roller skating kind of thing. And I'm so scarred by it. I'm literally going to comment, like, seriously, you don't know what's going to happen to you. Like, you need to stop roller skating. Like, just it's jump just so your... dangerous. Like... Excuse me. Excuse me. I'll be a bit of a Karen. You could get hurt. Excuse me. Um, I'm putting a complaint in uh, <laughs> that you should not be doing this. Um, so, yes. But... Other than that, 2021, I think that Tori and I are both pretty determined. We're really keen to keep bringing you guys the content you really want. And we have some really, we want to talk to some people that, some different people in different um, parts of theatre, in different areas. Speaking of which, one of our guests, I'm not going to say who
0: just yet. But we do have a guest coming up um, in the next we month do. or so who is um, a casting agent. And we actually wanted to reach out to you guys and see if you have any questions you've been dying to ask a casting agent. Mm-hmm. So if you do have any questions uh, for this casting director, please, we'll put it on our Instagram, but send us a message uh, you know, through our website, through Instagram, whatever works, um, because Like I said, we want to get you guys more involved this year with the podcast in general.
1: Exactly. And I feel like some people might be a little scared to like message us or like if you know us and you haven't talked to us in a long time, but seriously, like we're doing this for you guys and we know that like we get get messages from friends and from other people who we don't know who are talking about, oh, well, I really love that you talked about this. So if there is something that you desperately want to know because talking to a casting director or any other, you know, Mm -hmm. interviewers we have on in different roles, it doesn't, like, you don't get that insight very often to kind of chat about the things that you want to know. So make sure you guys, like, email us, send us an Instagram DM because we want to hear from you guys a lot more and we want to implement the things that you guys want to see. And also tell us what you want to see in 2021. Yeah. Because... Yeah, like we are open books. We will totally take
0: your feedback on board. So yeah, one hundred percent. To end off though today's episode, Libby, what have you been like? I want a recommendation from the past week. Like, what have you been listening to? Something that you've watched? Something that you've read? Give me, give me a recommendation.
1: I'm gonna give you a top tier, top tier recommendation right now. It's not music theater. If you say Bridgerton, and... I'm gonna kill you. Ah. Oh! I was gonna say Bridgerton I was like top tier top tier I know everyone is watching it I'm literally obsessed with it I've been watching Bridgerton nonstop. um watch Bridgerton for some gossip girl period drama because okay my favorite movie is Pride and Prejudice so if you're gonna give me like a Pride and Prejudice type gossip girl situation I'm on that so That's my
0: recommendation. I want to clarify. (laughs) I have nothing against it. I have not watched it yet. It's just that everyone has been like, oh my God, watch Bridgerton. Oh my God, watch this, watch this. I am, uh, like, don't get me wrong. I do love period pieces a lot. Like one of my favorite all time Mm -hmm. plays is the crucible. Um, uh, but I'm much more like a criminal minds person. Like that's what I'm currently watching. Ah. Like one of my favorite podcasts is called My Favorite Murder. Um, I also love a podcast called Cult Leader. Um, so you can kind of <laughs> see what my kind of I'm either high fantasy or murder. Um, so don't Beautiful. don't come for me. There's I'm sure there is. I'm sorry, I won't Bridgerton. come for you.
1: I won't come for you. But you should get on it. I will watch it. I
0: will watch it. What about you? Um. Oh, gosh. My recommendation for the week. I th- really should have thought of something before I actually asked the question. Um, <laughs> um, I would say just a, a general recommendation would be to read. Just read Ooh. a book. Um, I am currently reading Sword and the Stars, which is a sequel to a book called... Um, once in Future, which is a retelling of Prince Arthur, where Prince Arthur is uh, reborn. I think every fifty years or something. Um, but for the first time, uh, Arthur is reborn as a girl in space, um, and it's actually it's, wow, it's amazing. it's that it's, sounds crazy, but also awesome. It's an amazing, it's an amazing, amazing book. But just my recommendation would be pick up a book. Um, and mm-hmm. read something. It doesn't have to be anything big. I feel like people will always think that when it comes to books, they have to read something with, like, me- meaning behind it. Um, like, I refuse to read self-development books because I'm like, I already know what's wrong with me. I don't need a book telling me what's <laughs> wrong with me. Um, so I just say, pick up a book, even if it's, like, a book that you've already read. Just pick up a book. But anyway, those <laughs> are our recommendations. Go ahead, watch The Queen's Gambit, watch Bridgerton, read a book. Um, and if you if you do watch... Or read a book or something, tag us in on Instagram. Let us know what you're reading yeah. and what you've been up to. But anyway, that's going to be the end of the episode for today, guys. We're so excited to be into season two. Um. Oh, and before we go, we wanted to thank all of our amazing guests from season
1: one. Yes. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out to come onto the show and to really um, speak your, not only your truth, but give us some great wisdom and some great advice. We had an absolute ball getting to chat with these people. It was so fun and such like, it was brilliant. So we want to thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts. And obviously we want to thank you guys, our listeners for, you know, making
0: this, possible we kind of started this as like a little personal thing right literally like I think the week that COVID became a thing in Australia and you guys have constantly cheered us on and obviously you've been listening. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts for sticking with us and getting us to season two.
1: Yes. And don't forget to leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That actually helps Tori and I out a lot. And also don't forget to check us out on Instagram at ps.stagedorpod. That has stayed the same. And also our website as well. So... Thank you guys so much. And until next time, stay happy, healthy, and safe. Bye.